0: 977 Terry Walder, Jamie Foxx, Tabor on the board. The 13th day of August 2018. We're brought to you by title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Folks, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere within the sound of my voice. Go see him on United States Highway 165 North in Monroe, 318 345 4545. Dr. David Weber. North Monroe Animal Hospital. You can reach us on the text line, 888 993 which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. You can hit me up on either Facebook or Twitter as well. Both of them are at Kerry Waldrop. That's Terry with a Y, I I's for girls or confused people. Maybe oh. I-E-Y-E, something like that, but I'm not, I'm a lot of things. I'm not confused with that, but... Again, at Terry Walter on Twitter or on Facebook. Tom, good the morning to you, Jamie Fox.
1: Well, I spell your name with an I sometimes. I don't understand this. What, what, you're, not being, uh, you're not being inclusive. What's
0: wrong with That's very inclusive.
1: With, oh, we don't play that. You know, you don't,
0: are
1: you, oh, uh, we don't you, play you, that. Are
0: you,
1: are you saying you identify as a male all the time? Is that pretty much it? I do it?
0: identify as a male. Yes, I do. Okay. Well, good, bad, or indifferent.
1: I beg to differ sometimes, but anyway, i'll 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 go with uh, i'll go with your call today. As a why, good morning Terry, and good morning to everyone. Uh, as we start a new week, um, one day closer to college football, uh, we've got enough pro football, uh, hopefully, for your field this weekend. Uh, a lot of storylines going on um, as well, and, and now there's one at Maryland, Terry, as you are well aware oh, of, and it's just huge. crazy. Yes. Indeed, so uh, lead the way here, and uh, where where do we go today with what's going well, we're, on in Ohio are jumping State Maryland? Maryland.
0: We're yeah, jumping we're jumping Maryland. In okay. uh, case you've been living under a rock, and, and actually there's a great Ohio State storyline. I had a buddy of mine that's, uh, I'll just say he works for one of the major conferences in America. Uh, tipped me off the other day about this Tom Herman deal, uh, supposedly at uh, at Ohio State, Tom Herman allegedly uh, gave information to uh, the McNamara, the reporter, uh, and Tom Harmon and his wife allegedly paid for some of Zach Smith's wife's uh, legal bills. But uh, McNamara's come back and said, no, no, that didn't happen. It wasn't him. Won't tell you who it was, but it wasn't him. So that's an interesting sideline I want to get to. And allegedly it was over uh, harsh feelings over recruiting, which I can tell you happens all Mm -hmm. the time. Uh, people would sell their own mother out if uh, they get burned in recruiting, and coaches are no different. But I want to jump into, uh, into our friend Durkin at the University of Maryland. And, again, Maryland not exactly known as a football powerhouse, Jamie. Is that a fair statement?
1: Yes, particularly now since they're in the Big Ten, yes. They're not uh, – in fact, I think that was the biggest mistake they could have ever made. But, anyway, they are struggling to be competitive in the Big Ten.
0: D.J. Durkin, who is the uh, now suspended administrative—I take it back—he's not suspended; he's on paid administrative leave—is the head coach. Now, you remember back this summer they had a kid die during off-season workouts, and I think the kid had a heat stroke. And there's still, you know, anytime someone dies, uh, if, uh, be it accident or what have you, there are the attorneys. There's the investigation, and, and absolutely, very, uh, very legitimately, why, we, we got to find out what happened. And so I did a little research, and this goes back to the 50s, and I got this off Wikipedia, which, you know, sometimes it's right, sometimes it's not. But it looks like around 20 to 25 college football players since the 50s have uh, died as a result of heat stroke or heat-related injuries uh, sustained while they were practicing or doing conditioning drills things of that nature so while 25 is a lot of people in the grand scheme of the hundreds of thousands that have played college football and i'm not minimizing any of those deaths obviously but i'm just trying to bring perspective to it jamie if that makes sense so young man that passed away this summer and um a lot of interest into the maryland program uh damon evans who's athletic director announced Uh, I think Friday that D.J. Durkin is now on leave while they're examining the coaching practices conducted. And our friend, the greatest offensive coordinator in the history of history, uh, former LSU million-dollar man Matt Canada, interim head coach of the Maryland Terrapins. Um, At any rate, Maryland lives sort of a cryptic Uh, Twitter post, Damon Evans has announced Coach D.J. Durkin is on leave, effective immediately. While a thorough examination of our coaching practices is conducted, Matt Canada will serve as interim head coach. We must do better, and we will will rebuild a culture of respect in our football program. It sounds to me, based on that last statement, they pretty much decided that they're going to move past D.J. Durkin. He's, He's out the door. The question becomes, does he get any money on the way out the door? How many coaches, administrators, athletic directors, presidents does he take with him? Uh, ESPN broke that report, uh, and it was a, quote, toxic culture that has been established at the program under Durkin and others. They specifically cited the strength coach as well. The school suspended uh, two athletic trainers and the assistant director for sports performance. Uh, the young man that dies offensive lineman Jordan McNair he died earlier in the summer uh, of a heat stroke. Interesting. Uh, Durkin's been in there in charge three years. He's a ten and fifteen overall record. Uh, Washington Post report published Saturday evening. There's a growing sentiment that uh, yeah he's going to be out. One high level booster spoke on the condition of anonymity, which they always do. A lot of donors are depending that Durkin must go. Folks, they're going to clean sweep this thing. It's what's going to happen. But what is a toxic – Jamie, here's my question. If I told you, hey, there is a toxic culture in your football program, what would that – I mean, if I just told you that, what would that indicate to you if I told you a toxic culture? What what would that mean to the average individual?
1: That would mean more than likely that you're not playing my my child, number one. Number two is – Your strength and conditioning coach is over the edge as far as his techniques slash in in the view of some people. You had the the young man pass away, as you indicated, Jordan McNair. D.J. Durkin, believe it or not, has a a little bit of a tie with uh, Urban Meyer. I think he coached under Meyer when Meyer was at Florida. I can't remember what the position he coached, but he was at Florida with um, Urban Meyer. He got this gig at Maryland uh, after – after he went somewhere else after leaving Maryland and very well regarded and thought of, you indicated, I think the, the genesis of all this, Terry, doesn't lie necessarily with Durkin, but with the strength coach, I want to say his name is Jeff court. Uh, yeah, Latin. that's I correct. Coach corrected. court. Yeah. Coach yep, coach that, that coach. Is yes. And I think he's the one that was in charge and that's, this happened. remember, this was an off season conditioning program. Uh, yeah. There are a lot of things. I think everyone would benefit if they could afford it, from having the cooling uh, tent that, that the Saints have, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that would be probably work well everywhere. Um, but nobody, not everybody, can afford that or have it donated to them. University uh, of Maryland but,
0: can afford this, Jamie.
1: Okay, well, so I mean, what afford?
0: price? What yeah. price do you put on your kids' lives? Uh, and so right now, everybody in the country is getting the cooling tent, and they're doing. Here is what troubles me about this. Okay. And, again, I come from a little bit different perspective. I come from a college coaching background. And so I get accused of taking up for coaches all the time, and, you know, I'm actually pretty good with that. But I'll be the first to call people out uh, when I think it's appropriate. I've also been a a collegiate athletic administrator, and I've had to hire and I've had to fire people, Uh, some of which you like, some of which you don't. But ESPN broke the story. Here's what bothers me. And I'm going to read verbatim here. Over the past several weeks, two current Maryland players, multiple people close to the program. Okay, multiple people close to a program. Who is that? It's disgruntled boosters. It's walk-ons. It's kids that are – I mean, who is the multiple people close to the program? And former players spoke to ESPN about the culture under Durkin, particularly strength and conditioning coach Rick Court, who was one of Durkin's first hires. And here is what uh, ESPN uh, put on there. There is a coaching environment based on fear and intimidation. In one example, a player holding a meal while in a meeting had the meal slapped out of his hands in front of the team. At other times, small weights and other objects were thrown in the direction of players when Coach Court was angry. That's a strength coach. Uh, Furthermore, the Belittling, humiliation, and embarrassment of players is common. In one example, a player who coaches wanted to lose weight was forced to eat candy bars as he was made to watch his teammates work out. Extreme verbal abuse of players occurs often. Players are routinely the targets of obscenity-laced epithets uh, meant to mock their masculinity when they're unable to complete a workout or a lift. Uh, One player was belittled verbally after passing out during a drill. Coaches have endorsed unhealthy eating eating habits and used food punitively. For example, one player was forced to overeat to the point of vomiting. Okay, Uh, folks, this is not a boardroom at IBM. I would suggest to you that if you follow any football coach at a collegiate level or professional level around for any amount of time, They're going to use different methods to motivate. I'm not agreeing or disagreeing. I'm just trying to put it in perspective. This is not your fourth-grade teacher. Okay, Jamie, you need to do your spelling words correctly, and if you don't, uh, I'm going to keep you in for recess. These are coaches trying to develop players. Everybody doesn't function the same way. And so do you – okay, a player holding a meal – holding a tray, and the coach slapped it out of his hands. I'm going to give you a scenario. Maybe the kid was supposed to come work out and was late or didn't show up but could take his butt to go to the cafeteria or to go eat or what. I don't know that that happened. I'm just giving you a for instance. Oh, my God, he slapped a meal tray out of his hands. Dude, try the military. It's not thank you and please world, folks. Uh, Fear and intimidation. I want you to be fearful of your coaches a little bit so you'll perform at a high level. Oh, my God, Waldorf is for fear and intimidation. Uh, another one, a player who the coaches forced to, wanted to lose weight was forced to eat candy bars. Hey, I need you to drop weight to help our team and actually probably be healthy, but you don't have the mental discipline to do that, so since you can't motivate yourself, I'm going to have your teammates pay the price for what you are doing. Uh, that's roughly akin to kids not doing what they're supposed to do. They, I did this in missing class, so you can go ahead and chalk Walter up on this one, too. When I had a kid miss class, I could run him all day. It didn't bother him. But you know what I could do? I could sit him at half court in a lawn chair and give him a Coke drink while his teammates ran for him missing class. I know, shocking, right? What am I trying to do? I'm trying to get the point across to this kid. Obviously, punitive damage to him doesn't bother him. But when his teammates are having to pay the price for his mistakes, maybe that gets his attention. That works in the military. It works in the corporate world. It works in your family. Uh, It doesn't make people feel good, though. The people that are running because you screwed up are not happy. They're going to voice that to you. And so ultimately, what am I trying to get the kid to do? Go to class and do the right things. But everybody is so uh, butthurt because it's not – Checkers. It's not the debate team or everybody gets a trophy. You know, I don't know if you know many strength coaches. Most of them are a little bit hyper. There's about 10 that come to my mind, both collegiately and in high school right now, off the top of my head. These guys are alphas by nature. They motivate different ways than everyone else. Are they nice and fuzzy and friendly all the time? No. They have a job to do. Anybody sets out, hey, we're going to work so hard, a kid is going to die. We've all seen the Junction Boys on television. It's not the Junction Boys anymore. That's why you have trainers and, and all these other things. Still, Jamie, you're going to have issues with heat-related illness, especially with bigger kids. We had the two kids that died at Grambling in basketball uh, in the off-season stuff. What five, six, seven years ago, whatever that was. And they, I think both of them were late. Uh, they didn't know that they had sickle cell. And so there's a lot of issues that come up. But the fact that we are hanging the coaches out to dress. Now, as a coach, you don't want to push them too hard because somebody's going to get upset. And they're going, oh, he was bullying me. Jonathan Martin, yeah, Jonathan Martin, who was bullied by Incognito, who was a jerk, by the way, Incognito. And then Jonathan Martin tweets out he's getting ready to shoot up a school at everybody that bullied him. So he was a little mentally unstable himself. And so am I, am I condoning bullying? Absolutely not. But, folks, just because people are pushing you and trying to get you to do better and trying to get your attention and you don't like it doesn't necessarily mean it's bullying. We're going to go ahead and take a break, Jamie, and i got to duct tape my head to keep it from exploding. Your thoughts, your text on this, 888 993 Valley Federal Credit Union. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support Incredibly Worth All Cause, Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. And welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, rolling here. Controversy right off the bat this week. I like that. Uh, probably not going to read you the baseball box scores, but at any rate, 888 993 7762. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. This segment brought to you by friends at Spa Novell Lemmy Lane in Monroe. So, a couple texts, and, Jamie, uh, I'm going to get your thoughts on this. Sean points out that Maryland has the Under Armour money, which they do. Uh, where do we draw the line of this generation being soft and coaches crossing the line? Uh, look, legitimate question. Uh, legitimate question. Shane says they're taking away everything that's good about sports, the lessons that help you through life, and since it offends someone, they take it away. <laughs> it's garbage. Uh, Sean says, hey, what if it's as plain as being reported? Now that we say the narrative doesn't fit, we think the millennials are soft or it's fake news. Uh, It's a fine line that coaches walk every day. And, uh, you know, Sean, hey, and and Sean, I agree probably a lot more than either one of us are comfortable with. Uh, Hey, I'm not for everybody getting a trophy, but we disregard everything. Here's what I think, and and this is just my opinion. Uh, I believe that people – don't trust a lot of the media any longer. Now, a, a lot of it is just what, what people are telling you, the, you know from the fake news. Fake news, I'll give you my definition, Jamie, is anything I don't agree with. So I think anything that's written now, especially social media-wise, we've seen it come to fruition so many times. We see a five-second video clip. We see uh, you know somebody making a statement and then come to find out it's completely wrong, uh, completely out of context, or just an outright lie. I think people have a trouble... I know I do. Believe it. I mean, turn on your favorite station Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whatever political affiliation you are, and they'll tell you what you want to hear. Now, where's the truth? Probably not on those stations. So I think that's what people have a problem with. So coaches every day walk a fine line between bullying and coaching. Jamie, your thought.
1: Well, I think there's a, as in most cases, I think the truth probably lies a little bit there in the middle. Uh, I do feel like that we are at a point in in society where, if you're exactly right, we've we've, uh, absolutely degenerated to name-calling. And if you don't agree with my position or stance on something, in this case, uh, there's, to me, there seems to be an attack on masculinity slash, you know, uh, the sexes are are blurred now, so to speak. I think that's been an intrusion of a of a thought process that's been in place for quite a while. It's just now starting to take root. Um, I think uh, coaches nowadays, as you mentioned, the Junction Boys, you know, it's it's simple. We were taught to take salt tablets back in the day when it was. You know, I remember that. Degrees. And now it's they found out, <laughs> Yeah, that was not the right that was not the right tactic to take. But nobody, I mean, it's just like years ago, nobody knew that smoking. Would harm a fetus and now we know that's absolutely faux pas to do that people still do it but it's not a good idea so here we are in society where we've got a coach coaches are you have to get your players conditioned and there are players you know that's this is a demanding sport college football is a very demanding sport college basketball as well from a conditioning standpoint a lot of times the team that wins is the team that's in the best condition you can have teams that have less talent they could win because they were in better condition at the end of the game. Now, everybody's body reacts differently to stress. Um, as you indicated, there's there's a lot of reasons why players, uh, we lose them uh, this time of year, and, you know, it, most of it probably could be prevented. I think there's probably a little bit of truth. Honestly, I think there's probably a little more truth to this than there may be even in the Urban Myers, Zach Smith situation. Uh I don't want to say too much, but I mean, I, I think, you know, Durkin may have thinking, you know, it's just like people trying to emulate Nick Saban. Every, every tactic, every, every point that Nick Saban makes, coaches now try to, and, and they get jobs as a result of it. Look at the current roster of SEC coaches, from Muschamp to Kirby Smart, you know, all the way down. It's, okay, his work's. There's some things about Nick Saban that I wouldn't necessarily and Scott Cochran, the strength coach, that I wouldn't necessarily implement into my program. Uh, but because it, you know, it is the skins are on the wall, people are going to emulate it. I hate to see people lose their jobs, bottom line. I really do. Some if, people if,
0: deserve to lose their jobs.
1: In this case, maybe DJ Durkin does, maybe Urban Meyer I know, does. Jamie. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, I, I but don't let know. the facts let the facts you know, like it's happening at Ohio State, Terry, let this thing play out.
0: Well, I'll tell you this, and I get pretty fired up about this one. I think everybody deserves whatever opinion they have. And you're, you, hey, look, you can think little green men uh, run the Burger King, aliens run the and that's your opinion. That's great, man. But you're not entitled to your own set of facts. If you really look at, I could go to any, program in the world, all right? I can go see my great friend, Tommy Thorpe at Mangum High School, who's had unprecedented success at Mangum High School. I can go see Arledge at West Monroe. I can go find people that don't like J- uh, Curtis, J.T. Curtis and John. I can find people to say negative things. You know, believe it or not, you can find some people to say negative things about me. Ain't that hard, all right? And so when I start seeing... People associated with the program. Well, who is that? Is that the girlfriend of a kid that doesn't play? Uh, is it the, uh, the the parents of a kid that, that they think should be in the NFL that's not? I mean, who is, is it? The manager? You can find people that are ticked off in every aspect in the world. Every job, any t- – there are people that hate Mike Krzyzewski that play for it. All right? Uh, I think Gary McKinney might be the only boss that everybody loves. Other than that, everybody's got to If tra- They're easy to find when you start writing stories. The Urban Meyer haters will come out of the woodwork. You know, he cut in front of me the line one time at Kroger. I was checking my groceries out, and Urban Meyer, cut- he's a bad person. It's not hard to find those guys. Uh, FS says if the facts are correct, does the source matter? Depends on your definition of correct. goes back to our friend Bill Clinton. What's the definition of is? You know, I, I just think we have so many problems now with players, with teachers, with coaches. How far do I push you and try to get you out of your comfort zone? Because that's where growth occurs. You guys understand that. Growth occurs outside your comfort zone. So as a coach, and I'm coaching in a small high school in basketball, Growth occurs outside your comfort zone. Hits uh, the term comfort. And so to get you there, I have to figure out what makes you tick. Everybody, you don't treat everybody equally. It just doesn't happen. You try to treat them fairly. Everybody, we do this. Nobody does that in life. You don't treat your kids the same way. You don't treat your kids equally. You treat them fairly. And so we've got on this, uh, on this, Social media idea right now that you know if somebody yells at me or somebody makes me uncomfortable, uh, I don't like that. I'm being bullied, and people are using that as weapons. Now, do I do I say that there are people that are cross the line? Sure. When Mike Rice at Rutgers was firing basketballs at people's heads, yeah, a little bit over the line. In the grand scheme of things, is that that big of a deal? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, go watch one segment. Of last chance, you, Independence, Kansas version, one just like five minutes of it. It makes DJ Durkin look like Mother Teresa. People are different, players are different, coaches are different. I don't know the answer to it, but right now you're making coaches—they're going to get at some point scared to coach. You don't think you could follow Saban around? And he's not going to be considered bullying people. There's people that leave Alabama. It ain't hard to find people that don't like Saban that leave Alabama. Oh, he's terrible. He's the Antichrist. He made me do this. He made me do that. Now I'm going to Southeast Kentucky State where they like me. I mean, it's not hard. Are there people that cross the line? Absolutely. But that line is getting blurrier and blurrier depending on, A, who you are, B, what power that you have or your parents have in social media. Crazy stuff. We come back, we'll get into Urban Meyer, uh, Tom Herman, and that situation. That could get nasty. You're listening to Sports Talk 977, Terry Walter, Jamie Fox. The segment brought to you by our great friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, a tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury, whatever you need. Bobby is the man for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law. Back in a minute. And welcome back in. Sports Talk ninety seven seven. <clears throat> Terry Wilder, Jamie Fox, rolling here on the 13th day of August 2018. Thank you for spending a little part of your morning with us. Segment of our show brought to you by our friends, Billy Justice and Vantage. All right, so we're talking about, I want to go back into Ohio State now, Jamie. We And your texts are welcome on, on the Maryland situation, 888 We've got a bunch of them there. That's not going away. But I kind of wanted to go, Into Ohio State. Boy, the Big Ten is taking it on the chin here recently. Um, The Urban Meyer situation with Ohio State. Again, the rush to judgment. They'd already ordered the tar and feathers to run Urban Meyer out. Now there's another wrinkle or two. Jamie, the mother of Zach Smith's wife. So Zach Smith's mother, ex mother in law, right? Correct. It's basically come out and said, yeah, he didn't hit her. She's crazy.
1: <laughs> but now she's saying, wait, now she's reversed course again and saying yeah, she w- was abused.
0: Yeah. Okay. What I said was, you know, before I told you that she didn't hit her, well, then she did, then she did. Now she had. And so is there anybody that has any credibility in this whole deal? I just asked She's the estranged mother of Zach Smith's ex-wife because she and her mom don't speak because she took Zach's side. Now she's not taking Zach's side. It is crazy. So, again, I have a buddy of mine that, t- that, that sort of hit me on this. It was breaking news that he had just gotten uh, the other day that uh, Tom Herman allegedly is the one that tipped off uh, the reporter about the Zach Smith and his wife situation because he was ticked off over a recruit that he had lost at the University of Texas to the Ohio State University with Zach Smith being the lead recruiter. Oh, by the way, it was a recruit in Tom Herman's backyard. I think it was Austin, uh, what was it? Lake um, Travis, I think. What, was it, Lake was Travis, it Lake or Travis? Runs, Like what? Literally, yeah. you could take a baseball and hit Darrell Royal Stadium with it in Austin. Yeah. Too. But uh, they lost that kid to Ohio State, and allegedly Tom Herman was pissed off, which makes perfect sense. I don't know that he did or he didn't. But that was all over the media the other day, social media in particular. So you don't know who's telling the truth. Urban Meyer's still on uh, leave. You don't know who's telling the truth on all this stuff. Now the thing is, well, Urban Meyer done a, might have done what he's required to do, but he didn't do the right thing. Well, what, what? are we holding people to different states? I mean, if you, do what you're supposed to, if you do what your company says you're supposed to do, and now you're going to be held accountable to the social media, justice vigilante warriors because, in their opinion, the company's policy doesn't write, so let's tar and feather Urban Meyer. And I'm not taking up. If a man knew about a lot of this stuff and he didn't uh, go through the right channels, what he was supposed to do, absolutely. But we're, you know, the, the secret to everybody right now is fire everybody. And, again, I take exception to media members, sports media members. There's a guy at the University of Maryland, I think Washington Post, They just wrote an article how they should fire the president, the provost, the athletic director, everybody in the athletic staff, every coach on staff at Maryland. Start over. Fire everybody. You know, so my question is, media people, if you publish a report that's found to be inaccurate, should they fire everybody at your newspaper or television station? Fire the janitor. The dude that sweeps the floor, he's got to go, too. They probably wouldn't like that, Jamie.
1: No, and I think there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of confusion in both of these situations. I think particularly in the uh, – and, and, and surprise, surprise, it's a recruiting uh, a kid that gets away from Tom Herman's backyard. that's the genesis of all of this. And now all of a sudden that uh, Herman is being drugged back into it. He, they did confirm that they did give Courtney Smith money uh, for financial reasons. I don't know whether it was for for her to pay a lawyer or for whatever. but it's obvious that Tom Herman didn't care for Zach Smith in one, in one way shape or the other and now uh, his hands are dirty in this. I'm sorry I mean they, they paid uh, and, and I don't think do I, I think there's some, some truth to some of this but do I think Zach Smith was an adulterer and I think yeah, I do, I really do. Do I think he hit her? Cons- consistently? No, I don't. Do I think he uh, grabbed her arm to keep her from hitting him? Yes. Could she, you know, it, so I think there's, there's something in this. If you look hard enough, there's something in this for everybody. And none of it's, none of it's pretty, none of it's good. Um, I hate divorce. I'm a product of it. Uh, myself, my son is. It's not a good situation. Nobody benefits from divorce. But to ruin somebody over something like this, and I'm not a big—I'm not taking Zach Smith's side on this. I'm not taking DJ Jerk, uh DJ Durkin's side. I just want to know. Let the facts play out. They, uh, our understanding is this: our Ohio State situation was going to be wrapped up in 14 days. I don't know if they're going to meet that timeline just yet.
0: Ah. Uh. I Maybe mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the facts are. I know that a university as prestigious as the Ohio State University has policies and procedures in place to deal with this. Now, whether those policies or procedures were followed is the million-dollar question. Uh, Zach Smith's wife, from all indications, there's no good people here. She's a little cray cray. Does that uh, should you be hit or beaten over that? Absolutely not. But the fact that the police. And there were reports that the police were like, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Because she would uh, call the police for any reason, just if she was mad at it. And these were reports that came out as well. So if we're going to listen to one side of the reports, we got to listen to the other side as well. And so have there been people that manipulate that? Absolutely. There's no question about it. So you got to trust that the Ohio State University investigated this. The police investigated this. Uh, and just because you don't like the outcome... We should fire everybody. Or just because, you know, well, Urban Meyer, he was, you know, Tom Herman. Tom Herman and his wife might have actually liked Zach Smith. Who knows? And you're trying to help somebody out that's in a bad situation. Then again, you can be nefarious, and you're trying to hose Zach Smith over so you give her money to help, you know, fund her legal stuff. I don't know what the truth is, but I promise you that the parties involved do. And how that plays out in the media, the media sometimes has a hard time understanding that they don't get the full story. Or, and that's one of the reasons they make up stories, because they speculate on what could happen. It's like if you're married, and, you know, and I've been in this situation, and anybody that's married has been in this situation, you make assumptions of what your wife is going to say and do. And based on that, you make your reaction. And so you can have an argument all by yourself based on what you think her reactions and what she's going to say is. That very well could have happened here. I mean, you don't know, but you're, you're talking about people's livelihood just because they're in the public eye, uh, that they're going to be held to a little bit different standard, and they are to a large extent. But again, you could follow anybody in the world around with a camera, and I could find some really negative things. Uh, and make you look really, really bad. FS says, hey, no doubt, uh, where's the li- where do the truth come from as long as it's the truth? I agree. But, again, you have to count on the Ohio State University to conduct their investigation, and if policies and procedures were not followed, then you have a course of action from the university. The police department, with the investigators, with the investigation going on, You have a course of action of policies and procedures. If those are not followed, then you have a course of action. Are there things that slip through the crack? Yes. Domestic violence, there's a lot of cases that slip through the crack. Don't get me wrong. Am I advocating that? No, of course not. What I'm telling you, though, is just because you have a call doesn't necessarily make it 100% foolproof that this happened. And again, in America, most of the time, you are innocent until you are proven guilty. If nothing else, remember Reuben Foster? People are ready to throw him under the bus, suspend him from the league, put him in prison, uh, deport him to Iraq. And it comes out that the girl was absolutely crazy, trying to roll and extort him. And so does that happen? Yes, it does. I'm not sure what the answer to this is, but uh, a lot of the news, media, the sanctimonious people there, uh, and, and I don't care. It's what they are. They seem to think they're above the fray. Dan Woken is the one that, that I see on USA Today that drives me up the wall because they are judge, jury, and executioner uh, of any coach or any program in America that they deem is not up to what their standards should be. i got a problem with that, Jamie. Well,
1: I've got a huge problem with it. And, you know, looking at this thing, you want to talk about the sources. Well, that's a really good point. But what's Tom Myers' motivation? He hates Zach Smith, and he, he – out recruited him on a kid in his own backyard. Maybe. What's, we don't bre- know. Well, Maybe. Well, Maybe. Well, it hasn't. Nobody signed yet, so we still got to December for that to happen. But, uh, and Brett McMurphy, what's his motivation? Well, Bur- Urban Meyer called him a liar at Big 12 Media Days. He's pissed. Understandably so. But still. And he's mad at other people. He's got something to, you know, he's got an axe to grind. I'm just saying there's a lot more to this than meets the eye.
0: Well, we come back. Our last story of the day, or maybe the last, one i got a couple more. 888 993 Valley Federal Credit Union. The media, score one for the media. There was a kid from the NFL that tweeted out something against the media, and the team came back and suspended the guy. The guy's half an idiot anyway, so not that big a deal. But, hey, media, at least just scratch here You got one. It the Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter Jamie Foxx. segment brought to you by our friends at Smile and Bell. Back in a minute. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Jerry Walter, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board on this Monday. The 13th day of August 2018 is a week inch closer to the start of the college football season. Uh, currently, two suspended coaches. Uh, no doubt there'll be more this week, probably. But uh, let's take a, a quick deviation and score one for the media. Uh, And Sean lets me know that I am actually a media member, although I'm not a journalist. I would agree with that. I'm a coach with a microphone, uh, and I try to give you an opinion. And I think we do really good uh, on on all of our Sports Talk 97.7 shows on giving opinions. And I think most of our opinions are based on facts or the facts, at least the way we see them. Uh, You're welcome to agree, disagree. I'm just trying to promote thought. I am going to read baseball box scores tomorrow just to say I can be the first person to do that. However, our friend, Jalen Ramsey, let me, let me, you know, as NFL teams are, are getting in their preseason games and practicing, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, who advanced to the uh, AFC Championship game last year, were practicing, I think, their 11th consecutive practice. There were a couple kids that got into a fight on the practice squad or excuse me, all, all during practice, and Jalen Ramsey, who, if you remember Jalen last year, Jalen I think had four picks on the year, was an all-pro selection last year, was the one after uh, they beat Pittsburgh, said not only are we going to go and win the AFC Championship game in New England, we're going to win the Super Bowl. Guaranteed it. Yeah, well, Jalen uh, had a month before the Super Bowl. To think about that, he was uh, wrong. At any rate, um, Jalen tried to get the reporter, and know reporters cover NFL practices. So there's a couple guys that took off after each other that you probably really never heard of. They were fighting, and Jalen Ramsey tried to get the guy that was filming it on his camera, like he's the only guy filming it, uh, to not film it. The guy kept filming it. So afterwards, uh, the guy's name was uh, Philip Heilman. And then he said, after 11 consecutive padded practices, Chipper's flared during the Jaguars' team period. Uh, told about who they were. They put up like a 30-second clip of those guys basically being separated. They wanted to go each other, but they really didn't. So Jalen Ramsey, who tried to get him to stop filming, tweets him out later, and this was uh, about uh, two hours after the fact. Jalen Ramsey's tweet calls out Philip Heilman, at Philip Heilman, and I'm going to quote here, you know you done messed up, right? LOL, if y'all want war, we got something for y'all. And, no, the rest of y'all, you know who you are. Going to read this, too, so just know. And he gives a hashtag, lame reporters. I don't know if I can say the word in the middle, but just, just say, Lane derriere reporters uh, on there. And so the Jaguar suspended him. Is that a terroristic threat, Jamie? If y'all want war, I got something for y'all. I, you know, I'm offended by that. That that can be. They can suspend coaches for that. That's a terroristic threat. Is that bullying a reporter?
1: No, that's just an immature kid that uh, is lets his emotions just the best of him. And I understand that's the problem with Dante Fowler as well. Is you got some, you know, another reason for kids to stay four years in college. I don't know, but or if that'll really make a difference. But I'll just say this. Um, kid people are sensitive to criticism and, understand, and understandably so the problem is what's the minimum nf salary isn't it like 514,000 something like that why uh, a bit you get paid a lot more than the people that are filming you or reporting for you which is giving your team coverage which inspires interest which makes people go buy tickets so if you're i'm not i'm not necessarily defending the media here but after all, they are providing information to the public, which the public consumes. They'll buy Jaguars Digest. They'll buy Jaguars jerseys. They'll buy Jaguars season tickets. They'll buy Jaguars pom-poms, Coke and everything. It's interest. If if people did not generate interest, uh, then, you know, no one would go to the games and Jalen Ramsey wouldn't have a job. It's that simple. Uh, yeah, granted, there's advertising, but, I mean, There's a there's a give and take here, and I don't think anyone is going to not buy a season ticket because the Jaguars get into a fight during practice when it's 107 and everybody's ticked off at each other. That's part. In fact, that's probably that again is probably generating interest. Um, They want to see their team quote unquote tough and you know ready to go battle, ready to quit hit somebody else beside themselves as they'd like to say. Um, Overreaction. Yeah, I mean, it happens, and it particularly happens when you've got 20-year-old kids making several million dollars a year that somehow thinks the world has treated them badly.
0: Uh, you know, I don't know. Again, what do you do? What, what line do you draw? We've seen the gutless administrator parade for years, for the last couple of years, and it's getting worse, folks. That ain't going to get better. Right now, anyone – and here's my advice to you parents. If you don't like your child's playing time, just tell them the coach is bullying them because, obviously, you see how good your kid is. He should be playing every second of every down or, or basketball game or baseball game or whatever it is they're doing. And just don't complain. And at some point, I mean, we've loved, You know, the toxic culture, it was the toxic masculine culture, which we're guys. I, I think, and I, without getting philosophical on you, I think God created men and women differently. Uh, for example, is it always like that? No, that's just my opinion. You know, men have always been the warriors, the, the hunters. Women have typically been the nurturing, uh, more nurturing of, of the two sexes. Are there exceptions? Sure. I think that's just the way we made us. Men compete, it's not a bad thing. You know, if you lose, you got two options, three options. Quit learn to deal with losing, or get pissed off and work harder and do something about it. That's pretty much your options, folks. Or I guess option four, get the coach fired because he's bullying you and trying to make you a better human being, a better person. Now, are there coaches that go overboard? Sure. I was watching the Gator Bowl in 78 when Woody Hayes slugged the guy that intercepted the ball. A little overboard. I get it. In the grand scheme of things, an 80-year-old dude smacking a guy, uh, it's full football gear. Yeah, I don't think he's going to do much damage. It's not like he pulled a knife and shanked him. But I get that. At what point you could get any coach for bullying? What about your history teacher that makes you uh, write lie, Or, you know, your third-grade teacher that makes you write your spelling words a hundred times apiece because you talked in class? Well, they're bullying me. They're making me do something I don't want to do. You know, I saw a deal the other day where – there was a college, and I want to say it was in Florida, that the students tell the professor they grade that they want prior to the class starting. Hey, I want an A, well, this is what you got to do. I want a B, this is what you got to do. So they do contracts with them. So you get whatever grade you want. I like it. I'd have been valedictorian everywhere I've ever been. I really don't want to do the work, but, hey, that's the grade I feel like I deserve. And so I'm going to go back, Jamie, as we get ready to close the show, and Larry Fedora, I think had a great point if we lose football we're going to lose a large extent of America because the values that sport teaches instantaneous you get instantaneous results that's why I don't like soccer you can tie dude. put a tiebreaker in I can dig it better there's no such thing as ties you win or you lose and you adjust based on that but if we lose this, if we lose the ability to compete, we're going to lose a large part of what our culture and what what has made America such uh, a force for good in the world uh, since its inception. So that's my civics lesson for today. I appreciate you, Jamie Foxx. I'm sure Sean will have a lot more to say on this this afternoon at 3 o'clock. I would encourage you guys to listen. the sports company. Thanks to our sponsors today, our friends at Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Spa and Vantage, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, G.B. Cooley, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US 165 North in Monroe 318-345-4545. For John Tabor, for Jamie Foxx, I am Terry Waldrum. Try not to get bullied today, and if you do, report it to someone. See you guys later. Aloha.